Before we get started today, I wanted to give a shout out to a friend of mine. This friend of mine recently listened to Dominate the Day, which is my most recent podcast before this one. And that's when I talked about my daily planning practice. After listening to that, my friend Sammy ordered me a copy of the planner that he uses every day and thought that I might want to give it a try because it lined up pretty well with my process. This is a very thoughtful gift. And I just wanted to let him know, because I know you'll be listening, that I really appreciate it. Now after that, let's get on with it. How many times do we get things wrong? For me, this happens many, many times. It happens with my wife, with my employees, and the list goes on. The times that I'm talking about are the ones that I have had it all figured out. I haven't figured out how my wife is thinking at that moment, what she's feeling. And I do this by the words that she says. But here's the thing. No matter what I tell myself, no matter the words that come out of her mouth, I don't know what she's thinking. I don't know what she's feeling. She's human like anybody else. But to truly understand what's inside of her or anyone else's mind, I simply need to ask more questions. Before we get started with this episode, let me take a moment to introduce myself. My name is Steve Baumgartner, and my mission here today and the mission of this podcast is to serve you through providing knowledge and tools around leadership strategies on three primary battlefronts. Those battlefronts that I'm talking about right now are simply the workplace, out in your community, and most importantly, with your family. Now let's get to work. Leaders are not born in a womb. They are forged through heat, pressure, and a whole lot of sweat. The Fireforge Leader Podcast serves the audience through exploring leadership at work, in the community, and with the family. Using a practical perspective and real-life experiences from the host, Steve Baumgartner, and his guests in The Forge. Now, it's time to enter The Forge with the Fireforged Leader. Before I get started with this episode, after you get done listening today... How about you go out and give this show a rating? And while you're in there, I would appreciate you leaving a review so that other people understand why you listen to this show. And last but not least, smash that subscribe button so you don't miss out on a single episode. Now, the other day... I was at a friend's house, 
he invited me over with a small group of men for a social gathering. Now, a little bit of backstory. This friend of mine is from Lebanon, and he's lived in the States for about a decade. He grew up over there, and he's lived through some shit. Things that living here in the United States, we simply don't encounter or even truly understand. Now, this group, this was toward the tail end of our gathering. So some people were starting to uh, starting to leave, and it was just a couple of us uh, left there. And we were discussing some topics around this friend of mine's experiences over in Lebanon and some of the things around the countries over there. Now, I'm not going to get into all of it deeply because these are two friends of mine. And also, this is their story to tell. But the point of me bringing this up, however, is that we had this other mutual friend there, and he was raised in the United States. And as the conversation progressed, I found myself in amazement. In amazement how much that we as people can step into another person's life and tell them about their own experiences and knowledge on a subject. But we all do this, don't we? We get ideas in our heads about what other people are saying, and that becomes our truth. We have the answers, and we can't wait for the other person to stop talking so that we can supply them with our thoughts. And we do this so much that we don't even recall what they were talking about. This is all driven by our egos. We know what other people are thinking. That's ego. We know what they're feeling because of the words that came out of their mouth. That's ego. We know their situations better than they do. Once again, that is ego. So how do we overcome this trap that our minds get in? It's not super difficult. But it does take some work. And to be simple about it, we need to ask more questions. So when doing this podcast and doing interviews on here, I really get it right more times than not. A lot more so than what I get it in my daily life. And I think the reason is because I do some research on my guest and I'm completely intrigued by that person. I've never met him before. I have no preconceived notions and I got questions. I want to learn more about him. It's mysterious. And I listen really well in those moments. But that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is, what about the times with our 
employees, with our friends, with our spouses, or with our children. We spend a ton more time with these people, and we know them very well. And that leads to making assumptions. That leads to talking more than we listen. So how do we keep from making these deadly assumptions in our relationships, in our daily relationships? Well, the fact of the matter is, is that we need to communicate better. All right, Steve, we need to communicate better. How do we do that? We start from a non-judging space, okay? And I'll get into this in a minute and define these a little bit clearer. So the first step is start from a non-judging space. The second is ask the other person to describe what they said to you. Third is, we need to shut up and listen. Number four is, ask clarifying questions. Five, summarize what you heard and ask if what you said was actually accurate. Six, we need to take action. All right, let's draw this into a little bit of an example. And this is totally hypothetical. But let's say that my wife and I are in a conversation. And it's a little bit on edge. And my wife says something like, all you do, Steve, is work. And then you come home and you go straight to bed. Where's the time for us? So I could get angry about this. Absolutely. And I have. Things like this are hurtful. And when I get hurt, my walls go up. And I start writing stories inside of my mind. Stories that actually subtract from my relationships. In this case, it'd be subtracting from my marriage relationship. And I might lash out and say something like, you know what, woman? I work my ass off to provide a damn good living for this family. You could at least respect me for that. You get to go out and do all the fun stuff with the kids that I've bought and paid for. Me? What do I get to do? I get to keep on going to work every day so you could go out and spend my hard-earned money. <laughs> have you guys ever had an encounter like this with your spouse? I'm sure you have. It's not just me. It doesn't just happen to me. This is how society communicates. This is how we communicate with our loved ones. But let's think about it for a second. Where does this leave the relationship? Not a very good place, that's for damn sure. We hear it all the time that it takes five positive 
interactions to even make up for one negative. How many people are actively taking that metric? Probably not many of us. It's a lot easier to work to correct and take care of those negative reactions that we have. Now let's take that example and we'll plug it into the system that I talked about earlier. So let's take that same point. My wife says, all you do is work. And then Steve, you come home and you go straight to bed. Take a deep breath, right? Now instead of blowing up, let's walk through these steps. Let's start from a non-judging space. You need to get whatever thoughts or feelings out of your head right now. Any preconceived notions. Understand that you're working to better the relationship and not to defend yourself. So get rid of all those negative thoughts and feelings and start with the words. Now ask, in this case my wife, ask the other person a question about what they said. So I might say something like, honey, I heard what you said. Can we talk about this a little bit more so that I understand fully what you are saying? What I heard was that you said, I only work and sleep. I can understand that isn't what our marriage should be. What should I be doing more of? Now, at this point, you're going to get an earful. You're going to get an earful, and it's going to be stuff that you want to be defensive about. But you got to shut up and listen. That's step three. Now, maybe my wife was to tell me, well, you need to spend more time with the kids and take me out from time to time. Let's start there. Once again, this is an easy place, an easy place to rant and rave about how you're the breadwinner and they should be lucky that you provide for them. I know this has come out of my mouth more than once, like I said before. But we need to be able to sit in that moment and listen. The worst thing that we can do is respond back right now. Respond back with that hurt. So now we need to get deeper. And this is going to hurt more, right? Because you're going to find that there's probably truly an issue that you need to correct. But we need to ask those clarifying questions. Honey, what does it look like for me to take you out from time to time? Or how would you like to see me show up for our children more? And maybe your wife responds back with, well, we should probably get a sitter about once a month and go out on a date. Or on the child's example. You need to be a leader for Cub Scouts for your son. They need somebody, and you can do it. Again, we can kill the communication right now if we open our mouths in the wrong way. So be cautious of that. 
Now I just urge you to summarize what you heard and make sure that you heard it correctly. Honey, here's what I'm hearing. Is this accurate? You would like to date me more, so what you would love to see is for us to go out on a date night once a month. And in addition to that, you would like to see me spend more time with our son, being an active leader in a scouting troop. Is that correct? Now, once that it's fully understood, you only have one step left, and that's to take action. <laughs> now, I said it's only one step, and that's true, but it's a hard step. We need to take action. You're probably going to sleep because you worked your ass off. Got it. But come on now, who doesn't want to date their wife more or be more active in their children's lives? We all do. And if you don't, what the hell is wrong with you? Get your priorities addressed. Yeah, I get it. It's going to be a sacrifice. It's going to be financial and time. But what better way to spend our resources? In addition, how about you let your wife know that you would love to do both of those things so you can also clear up her misconceptions in that conversation or in what in your actions. Now, leaders, it's not that hard. Let me wrap this episode up by going through that list again. We got to start from a non-judging space. We ask the other person about what they said or did. We shut up and listen. Let me repeat that. We shut up and listen. We ask clarifying questions. We summarize and make sure that we heard it correctly. And we take action. And that's what I got for you today. Now, leaders, you have come here to listen to this message, but listening with your ears is not enough. What action are you going to take today to apply this lesson to your lives? Remember, when you become a better leader, you become a better spouse, a better parent, a better coworker, and ultimately, that person that other people want to follow. You have just experienced the heat and pressure of the forge. Remember, words without action are meaningless. Now, after the heat of the forge, shape your thoughts, quench your brain, then put your new tools to use, adding to your leadership. Tune in next week for more lessons from the forge.